is your purpose? Why are you here on earth? Hi, my name is Aris Lawless and welcome to Sage Talk. Many of us might say our purpose is to serve God or to glorify Him or even to worship Him. But today on Sage Talk, Al Henson and Paul Lawler are challenging us to consider another purpose for each and every day of our lives. Al and Paul have over 75 years of pastoring between them and they've spent decades walking among the nations ministering to the persecuted church and the least of these. Let's join them as they shepherd the hearts of faithful servants and Christian leaders in today's edition of Sage Talk. Hi, I'm Paul Aller, pastor of Christ Church Birmingham, and I have the privilege of sitting with Al Henson, founder of Compassionate Hope Foundation. Both of us, Al, have had the privilege of serving as pastors mm-hmm. for decades. I, yes. I, I for thirty-one years. You for over forty, 40 years. Right. Forty. Am I right? For about forty-five yes. years, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, out of these lenses, um, both of us have a heart uh, for spiritual fathering and mm. the development of spiritual fathers, spiritual mothers, and in our culture. And today, our topic is a very exciting one knowing God. Hmm. And so as we delve into this topic today, um, I want to ask if you would take the lead in in sharing first, and then as we enter our discussion. I would be glad to, Paul. Uh, If you've been following our podcast, we started started our podcast, uh, you know, this is a podcast to to the hearts, Hmm. at the heart level, Hmm. not the head level, uh, a podcast to the hearts of the servants Hmm. of God. Hmm. So we started with spiritual fatherhood, mm. knowing that the heart of the heavenly Father, and the heart of any spiritual mother or spiritual mother would be the the transformation of of their children. Yeah. So we spent uh, three or four three podcasts, I think, maybe four podcasts mm. on transformation. Mm-hmm. And then t- today, uh, Paul, as we've talked, we thought we need to stop mm. and address this subject of knowing Him. Yes. Because it is so foundational again mm. uh, to God's desire for us, and hopefully we'll join Him in that mm. desire. And as as a matter uh, of personal testimony, uh, you would know this, Paul, and others that are around me. Uh, I I fought with God mm. uh, in my teenage years of God's uh, purposes and plans for my life. He wanted me to do what I've done for 45 years. I eventually said yes and gave in. Mm. But the way I fought with God was uh, uh, serving, being mm. a youth leader in the church, serving in the church, pouring my life out in the church, and uh, tried to please God that way. That was the way I fought it. Well, Lord, I'm good. Look what I'm doing here. Look, I'm, yes. I'm giving more time than most everyone. Mm. And I would hear God whisper yes and thank you, but mm. it's mm. not what I want. I want you. Mm. I want your heart, and I don't have that out. Yes. And uh, so when I came to the point of um, of just giving in out of my mm. stu- uh, coming out of my foolishness, yeah, yeah. and saying yes, Lord, mm. I didn't use the word surrender. Mm. I used the word tonight, God, I die, mm. and I want you to raise me up into your purposes, into your plans, and to be the new creation that you've created yes. me to be in the resurrection of Christ. And I pondered my life's purpose. Mm. And that's why this podcast is so dear to me. Mm. I wrote down thoughts like, 
being a missionary, pastoring a church, planting a church, making disciples, and all of those mm-hmm. things were very biblical. Yeah. And what many give their lives to. Mm. And finally, I, I, I said, oh, I got it. Mm. My life's purpose is that I might love God. Mm. And I thought, man, I've got it now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got quiet before the Lord, and I heard not an audible voice, but the inner voice of God saying, how are you going to do that, son? Mm. Mm. And I was first amazed at the intimacy that I was experiencing with yeah. God yes. that I hadn't experienced before. Mm. And I could sense him smiling at me, son, how are you going to love me mm. with all your soul, all your heart, and all your mind? Mm. And I remember, I remember thinking, oh, I could do this. And then I thought, you know, I, I guess the answer is I can't do that, God. Yeah. And then the thought was, okay, what do you need mm. to have as your life purpose mm. that you might out of that love me and then love your neighbor? Mm. And that's when I penned the words. Uh, 46 years ago. Mm. That has guided my life. Mm. And I wrote these words down, God, my purpose is that I may know you. Yes, Lord. And in a, in a little bit, we're going to go to Philippians 3 the passage that led Paul in that direction, that led yes. me in that direction. But I think it's important, Paul, uh, before we do, that this word, we, the title of it is to know God. Yes. Can we? Can you help us uh, uh, to define this word know from a biblical yeah. basis and standpoint? Yeah. Let's let's take a moment to do that, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna draw us toward a what may be considered one of the more sobering passages in Scripture. And I think it's particularly relevant mm-hmm. for persons, whether you're serving in ministry as a salty, Christ-centered business leader or full-time in a local church. Jesus once said this, it was in Matthew 7, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, mm. but the one who do, does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Mm. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, do many mighty works in your name? Mm. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers mm. of lawlessness. Now, there's much we could dissect in that passage, but I really want to focus on one sentence that mm. Jesus shared, and that was when he declared, I never knew you. Mm. And it's a very revealing, uh, power-packed sentence because the the Greek word there for know and knew uh, mm. in its tense is the Greek word gnosko, mm. and it's a word of deep intimacy. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, the New Testament, when it's translated that Joseph did not know Mary mm. because wow. Jesus was born of a virgin, mm-hmm. that the Greek term there utilized is gnos- gnosko. There was no intimacy mm-hmm. between Joseph and Mary before the birth of Jesus. And so it's in light of that reality, that nuance that I believe is very intentional here mm-hmm. in the original language, that it's revealing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it t- shares with us or declares before us that, that Jesus really has a heart mm-hmm. that we would know him mm-hmm. intimately mm-hmm. and that our ministry and our life would f- indeed flow out of knowing him. In fact, I know you're going to talk about this in a little bit, but uh, not only the mission statement of your life, but 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 how you know the very mission statement of the apostle Paul, hmm. uh, personal opinion. But I I think he was the greatest spiritual giant 
ever to live other than Jesus. That's just my opinion, but but the mission statement of his life. I want to know Christ. I want to intimately know him, walk with him. Mm -hmm. And we recognize in light of Matthew 7, this is a very important matter because it's it's life-giving so much is at Mm -hmm. stake. So um, I think it's important that we understand this is something the Lord cares very much about, and it's also something he wants to give to us. And so would you would you share with us a little bit about how the Lord seeks to and is willing to do this very yeah, thing? I was thinking as you were talking about um, this, uh, about Jesus, in John in chapter 10, he presents himself mm-hmm. as the good shepherd. Yes. The, the not-so-good shepherd is the hireling. Mm. But one of the things he will state in John in chapter 10 as the good shepherd, he will say, I know my sheep. Yes. And he does. Yes. But he he follows it up with, and I will be known mm-hmm. of them. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, th- I think as you have defined the word, uh, as you think, it's not a head knowledge. It's mm, so important. It's, an, it's a term of intimacy. Yes. It's a term of heart knowledge, which mm. means nor, not only just uh, um, truth, mm-hmm. but actually sensing God, yes. uh, e- emotionally knowing the Lord, mm. and uh, ha- having the thoughts of God, First Corinthians, but you have the mind of Christ. Yes. He's given us the Holy Spirit that we might have the thoughts of God mm. and, and the desires of God. Mm. But this text that I'd like to lead us to, Paul, and and our brothers and sisters is is in Philippians and in, in chapter three here. I think that this is Paul's purpose statement, mm-hmm. his life's purpose. I think if you go to Acts twenty, his mission statement is to preach, to proclaim, mm-hmm. to live out, and to proclaim the gospel mm-hmm. of the Lord Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. in, in Acts in chapter twenty, but we're going to see the two tied together. Yes. So purpose and mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot walk out the purpose of knowing Him without walking out the mission of living in the gospel of the Lord yes. Jesus and proclaiming the gospel of the Lord Jesus. But here in Philippians uh, in chapter 3, the first uh, uh, six verses, uh, Paul talks about what he valued, mm-hmm. that he valued that he was uh, of the tribe of Benjamin. He was circumcised on the eighth day, verse 5, and of the stock of Israel. Mm-hmm. He was a Hebrew of Hebrews and is touching the law of Pharisee. Concerning zeal, he even persecuted the church, touching the righteousness which is in all is in the law blameless. Mm. Now, verse seven. But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yes. Yea, doubtless I counted all things loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Mm. For whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung. Yes that I may win Christ, Mm -hmm. and being found in him, and then verse 10, that I may know him, Mm. and the power of his resurrection, Mm. and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. Yes. And here's, as as we're looking at this, I'd like just to dissect it a bit. I want you to notice Paul's values. Mm Mm-hmm before he Christ was revelated unto him in the Damascus Road, and that revelation continued. His values were his title, mm-hmm. where he had come from, his mm-hmm. position. He valued the praise of man. 
Yeah. He valued in the religious uh, circles how he was admired and respected. Mm-hmm. He, he valued how he could, uh, he could honor his religious leaders even unto carrying out persecution. Yes. And, and he was so blinded that in his mind he thought he was pleasing God yeah. because he was fulfilling the law. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are the things that he valued, the mm-hmm. very kinds of things that people value today. Uh, titles and names mm-hmm. and and having things yes. and positions, but now his value has changed. Mm. Uh, there's a value word in here, but these things I count now as dung. Mm. Uh, they're worthless. They're like manure yes. compared to Christ Himself. Mm-hmm. That I may win Him. Mm. The second thing I'd like us to see in this passage, Paul. That opens his heart to really know God mm. is that he has uh, his wanter has changed. Mm. Yes, it's very apparent. Yeah, yeah, his desires have changed, mm. and now he wants Christ. Mm. And, and, I, and I might explain that this way: he has he has experienced what title and name and the praise of man, and being patted on the back, and you're a wonderful uh, Pharisee, and all of these things. He had mm-hmm. experienced what that was like. Yes. Now he sees Christ, and he sees the love of God, mm-hmm. the wisdom of God, yes, the holiness, the righteousness of mm-hmm. God. He sees he, he's beginning to understand who God really is mm. and the very nature of God, mm. and he's beginning to taste of that. And he says, "Now that's what really fills me up." Yeah, Amen. That's what I really want. Yes. And then I think in, in, at the at the foundation. He's really come to understand his need. Mm. Mm-hmm. You see, he had seen religion, and religion had taught him that the way up is up. Yeah. Now he had seen Jesus, mm. who was God, Yes. became man, mm-hmm. became the servant of man, mm-hmm. and he died for mankind, even the death of the cross. Mm. And he had seen this risen Lord, and he said, oh, God hath exalted him in the kingdom. Yes. The way up mm-hmm. is down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I want, I need this life. Yes. Because what I had was not life at all. Mm. Yeah. You know, Paul exhibits this pattern. Uh, in fact, he even uses the term, I die daily. But there's this pattern uh, that that he embraces that's in Second Corinthians 4. Four, I believe, mm-hmm. in, uh, ar- around death, burial, and resurrection. Could you could you say something? About well, that? even in this text in Philippians three, mm-hmm. <clears throat> verse ten, uh, he says that I may know him and the mm-hmm. power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, yes. being made conformable unto his death. Mm-hmm. What Paul is saying. Sometimes I I draw out a a, a circle, mm-hmm. and I put. Christ into that circle, mm-hmm. and then there's these this barrier, mm. which is our sin and our self nature, mm. and outside of that is us. Yes, and the only way into Christ is through the gospel. Mm-hmm. 
So if you just picture with me, you're coming into Christ as we all did, and we picture that through water baptism, Mm -hmm. buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Mm. So I come into Christ, and I know him Mm -hmm. in salvation and eternal life and forgiveness of sin through the death, burial, and resurrection Mm -hmm. of Jesus, believing that, accepting that, embracing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, now I'm in Christ. Yes. But Christ loves this fallen world. Mm. And so now I want to know Christ, and so I, I bring Christ with me mm. out to the world. But to go out to the world, mm-hmm. I must walk through the gospel. Yes, yes. And so the way I phrase this, before I can preach the gospel, mm. I must be living it. Amen. Mm. And for me to really know Christ mm-hmm. – I must know him in that lowly level on the cross. Mm-hmm. I must join him in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm. And I must cry out, not my will, but thy will be done. Yes. I must deny self. Mm-hmm. It's what he was doing. Mm. You know, remember, he had 15,000 people following him. So you want to be my disciple? Okay. Deny self, take up the cross, and follow me. Yes. I think the deny self is pictured in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm. Mm-hmm. See, in the first garden, the first Adam did not deny himself. Yeah. He pleased himself by eating of the tree. Yes. In the second garden, the last Adam, Jesus, in the Garden of Gethsemane, he, uh, he was in his humanity uh, realizing and feeling the, 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 the torment of becoming sin. Yeah. And I'm sure the enemy was involved in that, that mm-hmm. kind of attack. And he said, not my will. Yes. But yeah. thy will be done. Yes. And and the essence of that then led him to the cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there on the cross, he bore uh, our sin and our sufferings. Yes, yes. Now, practically speaking, Paul, then for me to know God, mm. I must deny self. Mm-hmm. I must not my will, that the surrender, uh, true repentance, moment by moment, uh, I've, I've often said to people, if you want to walk with God, you have to be in a constant state of repentance. Yeah. And I'm not thinking about repenting of sin, but repenting of me. Yeah. I've got to be turning away from me, myself, deny self, mm-hmm. like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane, and then uh, take up the cross. Yes. Do you see that process, yes. Paul? With Jesus, he took up the cross, he went on the cross, and on the cross, he suffered. Mm. Now, this, this is all through Scripture. Paul, mourn with those that mourn. Mm. Mm -hmm. Weep with those that weep. Mm. And if we're really going to follow Jesus, Mm. we have to be able and willing to go out and bear the sufferings of humanity. Mm. Yes, yes. Now, I want to make that clear. Mm. You know, as you know, I'm with Compassion and Hope, and part of what we're doing is, Mm. uh, is rescuing exploited children. Yes. And, uh, and people think, oh, that's what it means. And yes, it is. That's a part of what it means to mm-hmm. suffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also have sat with the CEO who makes at least seven to eight figures mm-hmm. a year in salary yeah. Yeah. and suffer with him. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to use a couple of words here. Mm. But what Christ did upon the cross was – Prior to that, he had identified with humanity by walking among them and, mm-hmm. and, and seeing at different levels. On the cross, mm-hmm. 
he fully identified yes. with mankind. Mm-hmm. And what we need to do is to have the willingness mm. to step into the CEO who's suffering yes. in his own way, to step into anyone's life, which sacrifice mm-hmm. the time yes. to listen, yes. the time to care, mm-hmm. the time to give if needed. Mm-hmm. And, and when we identify, mm-hmm. we begin to agonize. Yes. Oh, I just yeah. wish we had more time here. But this is when you really begin to know the Lord. And that's what he's saying in this passage. Mm. God, I not only want to walk in the power of his resurrection, and everybody wants to know God in the power of his resurrection, mm. but I also am willing to walk with you in the fellowship of your sufferings. Yes. Yeah. And any any man or woman that has really grown to know God mm. is willing to step out of their comfort zone with Jesus, in Jesus, and Jesus in them, Yes. and go out. Yeah. to suffering humanity yeah. at all levels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and be selfless, full of love, mm. yes. and full of love. Mm. Step into their lives, mm. those that let them, listen mm. and care. Mm. Meet them where they are. Yes. Bear, mourn with them, mm. weep with them, mm-hmm. and in there bring to them the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. Yes. And then out of that sufferings, walk with them into res- resurrected life. Amen. You know, uh, you, you remind me of when Jesus said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and it dies, it can't have life. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, always, I'm always marveling when Jesus shares an organic picture because there's, there, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a fullness to an organic picture, meaning um, that when he refers to a seed, there's something he wants us to see in the seed. When he refers to a burial, there's something he wants us to see in the burial. Mm-hmm. When he refers to the new life that comes from a seed that that sprouts up after being planted in the soil, there's something he wants to see us to see in that. And so what I'm mindful of as you share is that when we die to self, when we are allowed to allowed our embrace being hidden, humbling mm-hmm. yourself before the Lord. It is God who says, in due time, I will lift you up. It is God who has designed you in a way that as you die to you and live for him, you actually bloom into what you're truly designed for. As you flow with your designer, and i.e., as you share the story of compassionate hope and reaching out to the least of these around the world, uh, and Al Henson has bloomed into who he's really designed to be. Mm-hmm. And that's true also for uh, the teenager listening. That's mm-hmm. true for the the CEO who's listening, and and for for everyone. That as we recognize this call to lay aside self mm-hmm. and follow Jesus, to know Him, mm-hmm. it, it, we not only have the greatest treasure in knowing Jesus, but we actually have the treasure of coming fully alive in who we're designed to be in light of who He is. Even the disciples, they followed Him. And they, they began to know him. Yes. But until they saw him on the cross, they really mm-hmm. didn't know love mm-hmm. and understand it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I found the same. Mm-hmm. When I found enough love of God, then I was willingness to deny myself. Yes. And to begin to take steps with God mm-hmm. out of my comfort zone. Yes. Into the lives of people. Mm-hmm. And to, to, I literally I can tell a thousand stories like this. Mm-hmm. I sat once in the slums of India. Mm. The team, I said, go ahead. They, the, the nationals left someone back to guard me. Mm. And I said, if you could stand at a distance, 
and I sat down on a rock, mm. and I was watching children eating out of garbage. Yes. And I sat there and I said, God, you're here. Mm. You've been here a thousand years watching this. Mm. Please, would you let me know? When you see that, what do you feel? Mm. When you see that, what do you think? Mm. And God allowed me to know him and the suffering and the grief that he had mm. for those little ones. Mm. And then and that to move forward in resurrection life to be to try to, to bring the gospel and an answer to that. Yes. And so this knowing God is not passive. Mm-hmm. It's it's being active with God. Yes. And a constant entering into death. Yes. Into resurrection. Yes. It's a constant circle with mm. God. And I hope in our next uh, uh, podcast we can talk more about this. Well, that sounds good. It's been a delight to share this time. And so as we close today, uh, would you mind leading us in prayer? Uh, I'd be glad to, Paul. And um, as as you're listening, if this podcast is a blessing to you, we always ask, please encourage you to share this with others. Now let's pray together. Jesus, um, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Mm. The gospel is the means by which we can have intimacy with you. And so we pray, Lord, that in the theology of the gospel, mm. that you would bring us to the practical living of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I pray that the listener might even now, just in the Spirit, go into the Garden of Gethsemane with you. Mm. And in their hearts they would say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. And then realizing that what that means is that they will get up and now go to the cross with you. And in that cross, is not, it's, it's, it's enough of the death of self. This will happen little by little in their lives, Lord, mm. that then they would be willing to join you in feeling and sensing and understanding the suffering of humanity enslaved mm. in sin mm. and be willing then to bear whatever sacrifices they need to carry out in their life to be able to open the door for you who have birthed the gospel through your mm. death and resurrection, that we might now proclaim that gospel Mm. through our own death and resurrection. Mm. Reveal this to everyone that's listening in Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. We're grateful that you joined us for today's edition of Sage Talk. I'd like to encourage you to tune in again next week as Alan Paul continue this powerful two-part series on knowing God. As Paul said, when we lay aside self, follow Jesus, and know him, We not only have the greatest treasure possible, but we become fully alive in who we're designed to be in light of who he is. If you haven't already subscribed to Sage Talk in your favorite podcast app or on our website at sagetalkpodcast.com, do that so you don't miss part two. Come back soon and join us on Sage Talk for another time of spiritual shepherding, heart to heart and life to life.